Hello, welcome back to the 12th episode of the Triborough Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Alonzo. We'll be talking about nothing. It will literally just be the intro today. How are yes. you doing, Nick? I'm good. I, don't I am think, not. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, the Mets did lose the series, but I think there's a lot of good to take away, unlike the Yankees. Hell hath no fury like Justin when he's angie. Angie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You know, I'm feeling good. Uh, I think the Mets might be feeling good, perhaps. I am not. Neither Yankees are the Yankees. Yeah. Aaron Judge's hip is not. Yeah. There, there's a lot. There's a Jake Bauer's knee is not. Jonathan Lalaigo's elbow is not. Well, I could go on. Yes. But um, anything else you would like to add? Queens. Go. Queens? All right. Let's get Queens. Now entering Queens. Hello everybody, welcome back to Queens, where the Mets lost the series to Atlanta and lost a lot of games to Rain and Mother Nature. So it was supposed to be a four-game series, but Saturday's game got rained out and postponed to uh, an August series. And Sunday's game was also rained out, but they played a doubleheader on Monday. April showers bring May flowers, even though it was raining earlier today. I know. It's, it's a, listen... I'm done. I'm sick of April showers. It's I want more stop. rain. Stop. I love thunderstorms. Yes, but not for baseball. Fair. But get the dome. Uh, maybe they would have split. You know, but um, the Mets did lose. Uh, the series they won the last game, but we'll get into that. But first, as always, your injury report brought to you by Charbro MD. Not much to talk about this week, Lucky which is bastard. Nice, I suppose. Uh, Justin Verlander had his rehab start. He went four and two-thirds, two hits, zero runs, one walk, and six Ks. This was against double-A players, so I feel bad a little bit. But it's okay. He looks good. He feels ready. Hydrogen bomb versus coughing, baby. I know. And he's on track to come back later this week. And the other, only other injury of note is Brooks Raley went on the 15-day IL with elbow inflammation. You never love to hear that, nope. but... Anything elbow inflammation, forearm tightness for a pitcher? The Grom. But that's really... I'm hoping, you know, nothing too serious. But the corresponding move that uh, Steven Nagosik is back, who pitched very well in the doubleheader, I might say. So he's back. He was on the IL with uh, an elbow contusion, I believe. So he's back, and he pitched. But... To get into things, game one, which was rained out. <laughs> well, yes. So, game one only went five innings, which is uh, an official game. So that way you play most of the game. Right, you played most of the game, so it's quote-unquote official. So they played five innings, and then it was called off. So who knows what would have happened, but the Mets did lose this game for nothing. <laughs> David Peterson played this game, uh, pitched this game, I mean. He cruised through four innings and then ran into trouble in the fifth inning, which, of course, is really the inning that mattered the most. Uh, he gave up an RBI single to Was it Cunha. raining in the fifth? I'm just curious. It was raining, like, the entire game. Okay. Yeah. So. I, I didn't know if it was, like, yeah. one of those things the rain came, and then it just came, like, okay. Right. Go but on. it was, like, consistent. Maybe got a little hard in the fifth inning. But he cruised through four innings, ran into the trouble of the fifth, gave up an RBI single to Acuna, 
and then laid a slider right down the middle for Matt Olson to absolutely demolish. Not a good idea. And let me just put this in perspective. Matt Olson has been abysmal against lefties. He has not hit a home run against a lefty until David Peterson served up this meatball. To be fair, doesn't he have reverse splits usually, like in his career? I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm but pretty sure. He yeah, does. if you want to bring it up, but so it could just be a thing like yeah. early season. I mean, David Peterson hasn't been handing lefties at all. Mm. Being a lefty, you kind of hope that would where he would excel, but he's not. But he pitched a complete game. He did. Kinda. Doesn't it? It goes on his like. I'm pretty sure it's like, a complete game. Yeah. Because it was only five innings, he pitched the full five <clears> innings, so technically it's a complete game. But the Met, he did give up the four runs. The Mets never got a chance off of Max Freed, who was pitching for the Braves. Never, they got some things working, but they never really – I feel like they were never really um, threatening. Mm. So not much offense in this game. Again, it's not much to go off of because of the rain. You never know what could have happened the other four innings, but it is what it is. Mets lose 4-0. Do you have those splits yet? I do. I'm incorrect. You're incorrect? I am incorrect. Okay. I mean, one six, in his career, 116 WRC plus versus lefties. Which is not bad by any means. 136 versus righties. Right. So it's like, not for bad. a lefty, if you're positive against lefties, that's really Yeah, good. that's good. And you also have to remember that includes like his first couple years in Oakland right. where he right. was like horrible. Yeah. Not horrible, but not... Not this. the Matt Olson, yeah. Yeah. So that was game one. Game two of game two, game one of the doubleheader. Uh, they put Denny Reyes to start. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know how long this he lasted? Longer than Johnny Burrito in his first twin start. Yes, true. But shorter than him in his second twin yes. start. Yes, Denny Reyes pitched one inning. Gave up five hits and five earned runs. That is good for a, what, 45 year, right? Something very high. 45. I hate saying this because I never think that this is what the purpose is. Mm-hmm. This felt like a punt. Mm-hmm. This felt like a punt game. I understand injuries. I get it. But this guy didn't last an inning. I mean, he did last an inning. Excuse me. He lasted a inning and then couldn't get any outs in the second inning when he came back out, and then they took him out. Whoa, whoa. He went one plus innings. One plus. I'm sorry. But, look, he, I will admit it was only like a, a two hanging sliders, which happened to be a three-run home run and two-run home run, which is like, all right, two bad pitches maybe, but like. In the first inning, though. Yeah, like, you got to be crisp. Yeah. Like, this guy obviously – they sent him down to be, like, stretched out as probably a starter. And then he does this. Yeah. And he's probably, A, not ready. B, maybe he's just not a starter. And C, why the hell are you throwing him out there against the Braves? Literally any other team, I couldn't care less. But the Braves, especially with the new schedule where you play your division less. 13 times. Right. They, these games mean so much more. And you're basically throwing it away. Yeah. But the offense, on the other hand, tried their best to br- bring this game back. They, it, the final score was a 9-8 loss, so I'm not going to go through the whole scoring summary because we'll be here for a bit. So some big moments, 
Spencer Strider was pitching, by the way, who's been off to a fantastic start. They tagged him for like four or five runs. I forget. Five, I think. Five, yeah. Four. Four or five. Let me check my fantasy team. Yeah. But Alonzo hit a three-run home run. Beatty hit a home run off a lefty, which is huge. He's not allowed to do that. And then Escobar hit a home run in the ninth inning, which made it 9-8. It made you change up the graphic? Yeah, basically. It... These games hurt. Four runs, by the way. It was four runs, yeah. These games sting a lot more because you have a capable pitcher. You have even... If Denny Reyes doesn't start and give up those five runs, you maybe win this game. Again, mm. I don't, I don't want to say, like, what, what's the thing? The, uh, the law the, predetermined outcomes. That. Because you never know, but still... The guy gave up five runs in an inning plus. Mm. The Mets lost by one run. It's It sucks when the offense is there and the pitching is just nowhere to be found. Because yeah. Denny Reyes is not good. John Curtis pitched an inning. He gave up a moonshot to Acuna. Oh, but that only was, the one run. Stackhouse so, lied on that. Yeah, I was like, what? They said, they it said 440. That was no way. No. 490 being... <laughs> Uh, what they call conservative. Yeah. Pack bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the offense tried. The pitching was nowhere. John Curtis pitched a good inning, gave up a run. Steven Nagosik, who I mentioned before, two and two-thirds scoreless innings. Huge. Jeff Brigham then hung a slider to, I believe it was a slider, to Sean Murphy for his second three-run home run of the game, which ultimately decided the game. So some questionable decisions by Buck. Uh, I'll get into that in a little bit. But overall, a really tough 9-8 loss. But again, a lot to take from this, positives at least. Alonzo hit a home run, three-run home run, off of Spencer Strider, who's been on fire. Beatty hit a home run, his second home run of the year, off a lefty. That's huge because now Buck can't say, like, I can't play him against lefties. The old school mentality. Right. And this was not just like a little, it just got over the wall. This was like obliterated. Yeah, like there was no doubt. Yeah, there was no doubt this ball wasn't going out. And then Escobar, who hasn't played in a while, came off the bench and then hit a home run. Hmm. I'll get into it it a little bit later, but I I think I want to start seeing a little bit more of Escobar. No, I know. But overall, I just, I can't fathom why you're pitching Denny Reyes in this first game with the doubleheader. Mm. But it is what it is. Game three. Game I think two. it's important to note to yeah, just sorry. note the hit batters. Yeah, fair enough. Just just cause that Yeah. But game three, game two of the doubleheader. Mets win. Five three. Uh Tyler McGill started this game. He went five and two thirds, four hits, three earned runs, three walks, four Ks. Three walks, yeah, yikes. Does but that include the hit batter? No. Okay. Which, yes. See, I, ju- I just wanted just yeah, to I know. clarify. It, I right. think it's important. But Okay, so you want to mention that now? You, Me or you? Either. I'll do it. Okay. So what was he, 0-2? 0-2. 0-2 on Acuna. You lost the first game with a doubleheader. Tyler right. McGill is fighting for a rotation spot. He throws 99. 
he hits Acuna in the shoulder with a 94-mile-an-hour fastball that you can clearly see slips out of his hand. Right. Acuna ends up being taken out of the game day-to-day yeah. day with shoulder contusion. A shoulder contusion, contusion. yeah. I hate that word. Um, which, which is a big boy word for bruise. Yes. <laughs> I I don't see how you could say yeah, that's intentional. I, a, a lot of people were screaming and, you know, eh, it was intentional. Uh, the Mets hate Acuna. The Mets are trash. Yes. Like, this guy, like you said, is fighting for a <clears throat> roster spot. With Verlander and Scherzer coming back. You can make an back. argument fighting for his, like, career. Right. Like, you can make an argument that's make or break from this year. Right. I think this is his now third year. So this is kind of, is he going to be starter? Is he going to be a reliever mm-hmm. type of thing? But I, I just, I don't understand how it would be intentional if you're... Third year, by the way. Yeah, third year. When you're up 0-2, to start the game... After losing that, after you know the Braves' offense is like cooking, right? Like I just I don't I don't understand how you can see that as intentional. I I, uh, I understand it's frustrating. Like I'd be pissed too if one of my if like I don't know if Alonzo. Lindor, Alonzo, Nimmo, whoever gets hit really bad has to get taken out of the game. I'd be pissed, but you have to kind of like set that aside and yeah. kind of look from it at a. Uh, objective point of view where, like... There's no way it was intentional. I, I, yeah, I don't see that as intentional. And you don't hit someone on the shoulder if you're going to hit them. Right, and if you're hitting them, unless, like, you're an absolute douchebag and you're going for the head, which you never do. You never do. But you hit him in the back, so, like, I just... He got, like, hit, like, right in the shoulder, like, the delt area, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. And it is important to know Acuna does have a history of getting hit. Right. He's not, like, one of those guys that's so far off the plate. Right. So, I think we just want to... Clear the clear air. The air yeah. yeah. But moving on from that, uh, Miguel pitched a lot better than I feel like his line presents. I mean, three earned runs and two and, I mean, five and two thirds. He really, again, the only issue came in the sick, his last inning, the sixth inning, where he gave up a basically clearing double to Ed, Eddie Rosario. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he's running out of gas, just hung a pitch. I mean, it wasn't, I think it was a fastball down the middle, but mm. <laughs> still, regardless, I think he pitched a lot better. But, again, the offense came back. The offense woke up. So, quick scoring summary. Daniel Vogelback started things off with an RBI double that scored McNeil, made it 1-0 Mets. Marte, RBI single, scored Beatty after Beatty doubled down the right field line. 2-0 Mets. Francisco Alvarez with an RB, two RBI double, which would be essentially the game-winning hit, mm. made it 4-3 Mets. And then Jeff McNeil, some insurance with his second home run of the year, made it 5-3 Mets. David Robertson then came to close it out for two innings, which I thought was a little surprising. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like he's done that with the Yankees. Granted, yeah. good about time ago, but I feel like he's definitely been, especially he's not a hard thrower, like, yeah. just a lot of soft contact. That's not the most crazy thing. but No, yeah. I think the only thing that kind of made me question it, I guess, is... Adovino just came back from the paternity list. Yes. I had to think of the name, sorry. He just came back. So Adovino is fresh. Mm. So in the eighth inning, it was the top of the – or like the middle of the Braves lineup. So you want to put your best reliever out there to handle the middle relief. I mean mm. the middle lineup. Then maybe you bring out Adovino to face the bottom of the lineup, but then he leaves Robertson in, which, I mean, worked out well. I'm not arguing with – the call, but I'm just kind of questioning Intrigued. it. Yeah, like I don't. What's what's the thought process? Especially there? after giving him five days off, four days off, whatever right. it was against the Giants. Right. 
And so Adovino was fresh. Adovino was never used, I think. He, no, he, no, because he just came back for this. Yeah, he wasn't used at all of this series. So mm. little questioning, I guess. But yeah. regardless, Robertson's looked fantastic. He's a godsend. Shocker. I know. 38-year-old D-Rob's is looking great. But overall, like I said, they lost the series. They split double, the double header. But I think there's a lot of good to take away from this series. Hmm. Game two was extremely winnable. Like I said, you pitch a capable pitcher. Which I can't think of the word, but... Competent? Competent, yes. Thank you. You pitch a competent pitcher and... This game probably looks a lot different, mm. and you maybe win the series, but... That's mean. What? Calling him not competent? The guy lasted an inning plus. I'm sorry. Like, I know it's a no, hard situation, I know, I know. but, like, an inning plus, and you give up five runs? Calling him not competent? I'm sorry. That's just... You know what? I, I'm not yeah. blaming you. I'm yeah. just saying, like, that's vile. But I will stand by that. He should not have been starting. Mm. Regardless... I'd agree with you. Think, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if I just never noticed this last year, mm. but I've talked about it a little bit before. Buck really needs to, like, settle down on how to use his bullpen mm-hmm. and when to pull his starters. Because the issue I've been noticing is he either lets, and I'm the one screaming for starter length. Let me just preface that. He lets the starter in, he leaves the starter in a little too long, and then they give up like a big hit. And then he goes to the bullpen too late. Or he goes to the bullpen too early, the starter still had something left, the reliever gives something up, or he lives, leaves in a reliever too, too late. So How it, much of that do you think is a catch-22, though? What do you mean? Where it's like, if he takes the starter, if he leaves a starter in when they seem like they have something else, they probably gas out after they get him out. Right. How much of that is, if you go to the relievers too early, maybe they weren't ready. Who, yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, either way, it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I was just going to say, that that's what it, that's probably what it is. I mean, I, I look, being a major league manager is difficult, I will yeah. say. It's, it's a thankless job. I mean, like you said, damn if you do, damn if you don't. You put in a reliever and he, and he's great, mm-hmm. fantastic. But even if it was the right call and he implodes, how could you put him in, blah, 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 blah? Even though everyone was agreeing, yeah, that's the right call right. in the moment. And yeah, exactly. So, d- yeah, it, it really is damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I just, I'm, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if I just never noticed it last year, but mm. something seems off. Like, I'm not, maybe it's just like a gut feeling. Maybe. But I think I know what it is. What? I want to see if you want to know. What, no Diaz? Yeah. Maybe. You don't have, because like that like, lock. bumps everyone else up. Yeah. You don't have the lock. So yeah, like, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But it's something I've been noticing, and I'm hoping changes, mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah, I think, look, you're getting Scherzer and Verlander back. Thank God. Which is going to be huge, I feel, for this entire pitching staff. Because both of these guys are workhorses. These are the guys that want to give you six, seven innings each day, mm. each every five days. So that's going to give the bullpen a little more rest. I've been talking about how much the bullpen has been taxed because these starters are going five innings, four innings, 
whatever it is. So with these guys back, I know you got to ease them in, especially Verlander's coming off of an injury. You got to ease them in. But these guys are known to give you six, seven innings each night. Mm. So I think this is going to be huge. <clears throat> like It kind of bumps everyone down in the pecking order, which is also huge. Mm. But that's what I have for that. I think the last thing I really want to not really discuss but touch on David Peterson was optioned to Triple I was just about thinking yeah. that. After his start in Atlanta, in Atlanta, against Atlanta on Friday, he was then optioned the following day. Mentioned it on the Instagram. Go follow if you're not. It's not a surprising move. It's more disappointing. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, I've, I've talked so much good about him. And he responds with a 70 ERA. Yeah. But he just needs to – I think he's, like, one pitch away, mm. one tweak away from being really, really good. Mm. And by really good, I mean, like, a solid middle three. starting. Yeah. Like a decent three, high, high three. Four. Yes, exactly. So I think – again, right move. He was the odd man out, I mm. feel. I mean, Tyler McGill has been great, but he's been hell of a lot better than Peterson. Joey Lucchese came up, and he's pitched really well. Rather work on that pitch in the minors than... Yeah, than testing things out in the majors. So it was the right move, as much as disappointing as it was. You know, I hope... Look, you're going to see him again. Mm. I I doubt you're not, because he's huge for this pitching depth. Mm -hmm. And again, like I said, I think he's like one tweak away from being really good. So I hope he figures it out. We'll probably see him later in this season, but... Just thought we should touch it, touch on mm. that. But overall, again, lost the series. A lot of good to take from this. Beatty looked good. Mm. Alvarez looks like he's kind of heating up a little bit. And yeah, so that was the Brave series. So a quick look can ahead. I, oh I, yeah, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I did not realize how good David Robertson's career was. Yeah. Because I just wanted to look at the numbers. Right. Just to like see like this year what he's doing. I did not realize how high of a strikeout guy he was. Really? He gets in 752 innings, 995 strikeouts. 95? 995. Yeah, he's almost had 1,000. Yeah. Nice. I was about to say that. Yeah. Too. Wow. But he also has a career 2, then 8, 285 ERA. Huh. I did not know his ERA was that good. Yeah. And wow. he also was 11th in 2011, 11th in Cy Young, while only having one save. He was in 11th? Only had one save that year. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I just. Yeah. I did not realize how like. kind of puts in Underrated of a career he had. No, definitely. Go. But sorry for. No, you're good. I think that's really worth mentioning because mm. he's been off to a fantastic start. Yeah. I mean, six eight ERA. Yeah. In twelve games, six saves, thirteen point one innings pitched, eighteen strikeouts. Right. I mean, the innings pitched is a bit worrisome. We're mm. only like, not even to game thirty, but. Regardless, he's been a godsend. Thank you, David Robertson. We love you, David. This is a David Robertson pod. This is pod. a David Robertson pod. This is now the D-Rob pod. Since we have no Dennis Santana. <laughs> yeah. We still love you. My guy. Our king. Our king. But to look ahead, the Mets are starting a three-game series with the Detroit Tigers, which is very fitting because... And I picked up Eduardo Rodriguez already. You did. Joey Lucchese is pitching the first game against Michael Lorenzen. 
But then after that, you got Max Scherzer on what's today? Yeah, you got Max Scherzer on Tuesday. Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, and then Justin Verlander Thursday. I feel like this is incredibly fitting. I mean, these guys pitched together in Detroit. Verlander started his career in Detroit, and this is where he's going to make his first start as a Met in Detroit. I, right after Scherzer, I think it's a it's funny. It's extremely fitting, but. The Tigers are really bad. Not as bad as the A's. No one's as bad as the A's. No one is as bad as the A's. But the Tigers are not a good team. They are not good at baseball. No. Michael Lorenzen is not fantastic. He's shown some promise, I feel. He should still be a hitter. Yeah, he's prob- he might be a better hitter. <laughs> Which he was a reliever right. who I believe last year was with the Angels, and that's when he st- stretched out. He, yeah. Yeah. So, Lorenzen... This year And the is, joke I made, by the way, in, oh, sorry. what was it, 2019? He was a two-way player. Yeah. He was a reliever, so he hit, like, a couple tanks. Yeah, I know. He was, a really, he was a really good hitter. But yeah. besides, Lorenzen is 0-1 with a 7-0-7 ERA. He's a righty, so we're playing to his strengths. And then Joey Lucchese, he's 0-1 with a 2-19 ERA. Mm-hmm. Off to a great start. I think he should look really good against a Tigers lineup mm. who... Strikes out a, l- a little bit. I feel like a lot He's of He's not the- good at baseball. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, I almost forgot. Old friend Javi Baez. We'll see him sw- swing at a pitch that's, like, in the other batter's box. But then we got Max Scherzer, who's coming off his suspension. I forgot to mention, Scherzer was supposed to pitch Monday's game, but because of the rainouts, he technically didn't serve the full suspension because it's by games played by the team. So since they got rained out Saturday and Sunday, his suspension is then over, what, I believe, today or tomorrow mm. instead of He'll Monday. He'll be able to pitch on Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah. So that's why he's pitching Wednesday. But he's going against Joey Wentz. Yeah, I'm not really sure either. Oh. He's 0-3 with a 6-4-5 ERA. He's a lefty. That tracks. Yeah, he's a lefty, so... Buckle up, because this is the guy who's going to shut us out. And all these numbers, like those horrible numbers, are in Detroit. Right, in Detroit. Detroit is like, would you say it's the most pitcher-friendly? It's not the most. Definitely like top They did move in the walls, I will say. So I'm not sure how much. I don't know if they have the data on that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how much of the data they have on that, but they did move in the walls, so it might be a little more hitter-friendly. But Scherzer, he's 2-1 of a 3-7-2 ERA. He started to look good right before the suspension, but we'll see how he comes back.
And lastly, Max Scherzer versus Eduardo Rodriguez. My bad. Sorry. Justin Verlander versus Eduardo Rodriguez. I, I got them mixed up. Yeah. They're, they're coming in the same week. Mm. I'm excited. You know, Verlander is finally making his debut. But Verlander making his debut. Eduardo Rodriguez is off to a great start. He's 2-2 two and two with a 2.21 ERA. Mm. And didn't he, did he have a no-hitter going or something like that? Wow. He had, like, a really good game. But... I mean, you know, you've seen him through mm. Yankees. He was on the Red Sox. He will either be very good or very bad. Right. There's no in between. Right. And like I said, he is a lefty. So something to note. But going off of that, I kind of mentioned it before. I want to see Escobar a little more. Mm. Whether that's at DH. No. That, that's at DH because Beatty's playing third. But Tommy Pham hasn't really gotten it going. In a while, I want to say, he kind of cooled off significantly. Mm-hmm. But I want to see Escobar at DH. He hit, the home run he hit against the Braves was, was off A.J. Minter, who is a lefty. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of, you know, plus he, I feel like he needs more reps too. Mm-hmm. He's been sitting like for almost a week now. So I'd like to see that. But lastly, the I'm next. I'm like barely in the frame, by the way. Would you like me to fix that for you? If you'd like. Hold, please. If you're watching now, you can see Justin's now beautiful face. Yeah. If, if you're listening, then you just... Nothing. You, just, you get nothing. Nothing. Sorry about that. But lastly, the next four series the Mets play. Tigers, Rockies, Where? Reds, Nationals. Where? The Rockies? Rockies is at City Field. Okay. So, thank God. <laughs> but all these are... I know the Mets just lost a series to the Nationals. But you have reinforcements. The kids are starting to turn the corner, I think. Batten up. Pad your stats. This this is your... This is like your... How many, how many games is that? I think it's three against the Detroit. Three against Detroit. Three against Colorado, three against the Reds, four against the Nationals. So that's what? Three, six, nine, twelve? That sounds math. So this is your ten and two run. I'll take nine yeah. and three. But this is where you gotta make up some ground, beat up on the bad teams, and kind of just again, pad your stats. <laughs> yeah. As as dumb as it sounds, just this is where you need to play good baseball. Good teams need to beat bad teams. Mm. You know, and I'm not saying you're going to sweep all these series because that's just insane. But these are the games you should be winning. Mm. But with that being said, you got anything you'd like to add before we head off? I don't want to go. You don't want to go? Don't make me go. We're going to the Bronx. Don't where, make me go. Where Justin has a lot to say. We'll see, see you in the you Bronx. There.